0: Hi everyone, my name is Marissa. Welcome back to my podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about social media. So, since the inception of social media, it's completely taken the world by storm. The fact you can upload a photo in a matter of seconds, write a two-sentence post to share your opinion to the world, it's truly marvellous, but at the same time, it has its cons. I'm talking specifically about mental health, exploitation of minors, and the way the algorithm works. So without further ado, let's hop right into the first part of this episode. We're gonna be talking about Instagram. Instagram completely changed social media sharing by revolutionizing photo sharing technology. People were able to upload photos and videos in a much quicker and effective way. This set Instagram apart from different platforms at the time, however, something so amazing can't come without its dangers or faults. A Facebook whistleblower by the name of Francis Horgen revealed in a Senate hearing the following. Researchers have known for years that social media has a negative impact on how young women feel about themselves. This means that they've been studying the effects of social media, namely Instagram and Facebook, on teenage girls. The way the algorithm works is it shows this type of content to young girls based off the things they look at. For example... Young girls are more likely to look at makeup and fashion, etc. Things like that. The scrolling is unlimited and the content is seemingly harmless but is proven by them to have damaging effects on the young minds of girls. In saying this, this isn't just limited to teenage girls but boys as well. Instagram is a place where you can create a fake reality and perception of yourself to put out for the world to see. You want people to believe you're happy and living the good life? no problem. You can distort people's view of you through a picture that only shows what you want it to show. Again, seemingly harmless, right? Wrong. As of 2021, 22 million teenagers have an Instagram account. Half of the platform is made up of those who are under the age of 23. Instagram has a policy for no under 13 year olds being allowed to sign up, but there is absolutely nothing stopping them from lying about their age to make an account. I know in my case, nothing stopped me. Research done on teenagers by Facebook themselves actually found that 60% of girls and 40% of teen boys on Instagram experience negative social comparison, which is what I was just saying before. So... Let's keep going with the statistics because they just get worse and worse from here, everyone. One third of teenage girls say that Instagram makes them feel worse about themselves. Close to half the users on Instagram say they feel unattractive and the cause was stemmed from Instagram posts. A quarter of the teens on Instagram said they don't feel good enough and it's because of Instagram. To suffer with such self-doubt and feelings of worthlessness at a young age is truly terrible. And I would know because I've been in that exact situation before. However, mine didn't really stem from Instagram, but Instagram did have a hand in a lot of it. Instagram has pioneered FOMO, which basically means fear of missing out. They've pioneered it in ways that have never before been seen. And with that simple upload button, the feeling of FOMO is present in teens now more than ever. I remember not even too long ago seeing people I thought were close friends and they were posting an outing that they had and I clearly wasn't invited but you know to see a picture of them having such a fun time while I sat in my room alone, I can't tell you how awful I felt, how worthless I felt, the FOMO that I had developed. see. At this point I would say is this really Instagram's fault and well the answer is yes because they are 100% well aware of the effect their app has yet they do nothing about it. Their algorithm hasn't changed, the content hasn't changed. Sure they got rid of how many likes you see on posts so you can't compare it but what did that really do? I can't put 100% blame on Instagram, though. I mean, I believe a certain amount of blame falls on parents. And like I was saying, in the last episode, I spoke about how parents use technology to pacify their children. Are parents ever really paying attention to what their kids are looking at on social media? I highly doubt the majority are. I know parents want to leave a certain amount of privacy for their kids and, well, that's all well and good, but when it comes to talking about your children's mental health, if they knew how many were suffering in silence, no parent would ever allow their child to free roam without some degree of supervision. Of course, though, I mean, I had to check what Instagram was doing specifically to help with this issue. The results were ridiculous. There will be an anonymous flagging for someone who thinks their friend or someone they follow is struggling with mental health. There will be a quote-unquote mental health break. Like, you know, that'll that'll really do a lot. I'm, sh- I'm so sure. Yep. Um, parental control is another thing they've added too, right? Um, it's parental control on the amount of time their teen can use Instagram. Well, see, Instagram, I'd say, hmm, that's a decent idea, except Apple already came up with it. It has a feature called screen time. And... Really, when it's used in practice with teenagers, it doesn't fly over well with them. They're doing everything but change the algorithm. So, you know what? Good job, Instagram. I'd say you are the worst social media platform for kids, but you are not. There is something far worse, more dangerous and disgusting than Instagram. I present to you, TikTok. Okay, this one is the doozy. So I said I would talk about this darn platform and here I am. So, TikTok seems innocent, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, funny videos, dancing, singing, skits, all really cool stuff until you really dig deep into what TikTok actually does. TikTok was created in China, and we all know just how much China really loves us, you know, the Western world. It's already been said, but um, yes, China do harvest your data through your TikTok account. And that may not be an issue to you because you may, quote unquote, don't care about it. However, you should care because it is a matter of national security. I mean, if you don't care, that means you want some random Chinese officials knowing who you are and everything about you. Before I move on as well, let me just do a quick disclaimer. Not that I think anyone would assume this, but just in case you were, I am not ragging on Chinese people. I'm not being racist. Please relearn the definition for racism if you think I am. I am speaking truth about the Chinese government, which is a massive threat digitally and physically. Anyways, onwards. It might be interesting for you to learn that in China, the TikTok algorithm is something completely different. It promotes family values, work ethic, positivity, everything that makes a nation strong and a society happy. Why is our algorithm massively different? It promotes destructive thinking patterns, destruction of our morals, destruction of our work ethic, and most importantly, the destruction of our positivity. TikTok actively goes out of its way to promote mental illness in the worst sort of way, showing it as an aesthetic, a trend if you will. It promotes promiscuity, disguised as quote unquote sexual liberation. If you want to be delusional and believe that being promiscuous will obtain any sort of happiness for you, then go ahead. You'll find out you won't be happy for too long. It's a grown woman and man's choice to pursue this way of thinking but when it comes to our children shaking their butts and acting out sexual behaviours for the world to see for the sake of five seconds of fame that is when we have a bigger issue. The safety policy on TikTok is a complete utter joke. Sure you can make your child's profile private but It doesn't actually stop predators from going to follow your child or being able to view your child's profile picture as well as their bio. You know, TikTok has a massive pedophile problem. And you know what the most disgusting part is? All they have to do is like a few videos from some teenage girls and teenage boys and then bang. That's their whole feed. They can just watch your kids do their promiscuous dances, free content for the sickest people in society. And the content is unlimited. The grooming factor is completely gone. There's no need. The pedophiles have everything they need now. I bet you actually had no idea as well that there was a child P.O.R.N ring going around on tiktok as well accounts trading photos and videos they've collected for money only allowing certain people into their quote-unquote clubs you know they have these accounts and they put up these videos and if they accept you then you're in their club and on their on their account all you see are these disgusting photos and videos and the craziest thing is is that there is nothing being done against us you know if i was a parent after hearing this information, I would take my kid off TikTok straight away. Spare them the trouble of being groomed, exploited, misled, and mentally damaged. I spoke previously about the mental health promotion on TikTok in my last episode, and nothing's changed with that. TikTok shows similar but more intense trends compared to Instagram. It is 100% clear to me that children and teens do not belong on social media. In fact, nobody does. For those who are vulnerable and are developing minds, this is the worst possible place for you. I'm not pulling this out of thin air either. I'm speaking from experience. As someone who struggles with body image, depression, anxiety, I have been affected in the worst way on social media. And I wish I could take back the hours I gave scrolling through an endless sea of miserable people trying to show others their lives aren't so miserable, which in turn makes people miserable. It's a cycle of being miserable. Not to mention that all our attention spans have been shortened to that of a goldfish because all we sit there doing is scrolling through 10-second videos and then we need that quick dopamine hit. And when we don't get that dopamine hit, then <laughs> we can't pay attention to anything. So, um, you know, if anybody ever wanted to know why I hate TikTok, why I hate it with my entire being of existence, That is why. In conclusion, I am not just some quote-unquote boomer trashing on social media. I am speaking about the dangers social media poses, and I beg of everyone to see this from the same standpoint I am. No good can come from this, especially TikTok. Not unless things change in a drastic way. We change the algorithms, we get rid of the sea of ads that plague our feeds and tell us we want things that we don't really need. I mean... In the end, social media is a business like any other. And the goal is to make its money and keep customers satisfied. And well, TikTok and Instagram do that beautifully. They use their algorithms and their dopamine traps to keep users coming back. They make their money, so why would they care about your well-being? They don't. And believe me, if they don't care about us, they don't care about your children. So do your kids a favor. Limit their social media. Take them off. They'll thank you in the long run. (sighs) That's all for today. Please stay tuned for episode three of the podcast. Let me know what you would like me to talk about. I'm happy to talk about any sort of topic. So um, thank you guys. Have a lovely day and stay tuned for episode three.